The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Recently, we talked about patterns and letting go of patterns that no longer serve us. And the beautiful part is helping those who have passed let go of those patterns themselves, whether they perpetuated them and they learned them at a time where they just kind of went in and took over and they weren't able to come to a greater consciousness. Of course, when they're out of body, they do. So we're letting go of some of those things that no longer serve us. So then it brings us to, what is our foundation? That word has been coming in quite a bit in the past few days. What is the foundation? When we think about what the foundation is, it's that which serves us so that we can lift up and expand. It's there to give us support. A foundation is there to support. And so what's been coming in lately, I have a couple of groups going on, and we meditate, we do this and that. And I've realized that there are entities coming in, and some who are working with others and think tanks to try and help humanity and expansion. And they'll tap into, and of course it's with permission, nothing is invasive, but they made the analogy that when you charge up your cell phone, you know, your, your cell phone eventually is going to go out. We need to charge it up. When we're working on or loving on or playing with, it, only, it isn't work when you're really doing it with your intention and especially with others. You know, when you're playing with that energy and just putting it out there for the good of all, I just recently found that that's the foundation that a lot of entities will come in and be recharged. And it's a high vibration, so they need to align with that. So I'm sure you've heard the phrase, like attracts like, and maybe you've studied it, and maybe you know a whole lot about it. It really is true that on our energy, so much of what we put out there is reflected back to us. So let's think about what our foundation is, because if we really think about what we wanted to let go of, that which no longer serves us, and we discussed how when we let it go, we honor those who, again, might have taught it to us by helping them to let it go. Then we have all this beautiful space, don't we? We have a lot of space for love. 
And we recognize as we let go of, if we can, some of the angers we have because our loved ones weren't that conscious. Again, we get to observe ourselves in the many ways that we may be unconscious at, at times and be as forgiving to ourselves if, if we're in the mood for that. There's no dictated way of how to go about it. It's whatever breath serves you. But let's take a breath and let's do our little mantra. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. Take a breath and just feel that light and feel yourself relax into that light. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. There's our invitation to our loved ones and to all, and as far as you'd like to extend it. Extend it to the trees and the butterflies and the dogs and the kitties and the giraffes and whatever you'd like to. Extend it out to the all. That light, that choice, it's our birthright, it's our soul right. And, you know, I was thinking about for some of us, I'm not so young, we came into this world with, you know, our moms might have been knocked unconscious when they literally pulled us out and then they hit us and they put us somewhere else and, you know, we weren't breastfed. And then we're trying to figure out how to live in this body without the welcome alignment that kitties get and doggies get and all the other mammals who are held. And thank God that changed. And uh, the pendulum is swung the other way. And of course, for a lot of people, it was never that clinical. But for some of us, it was. And you realize that you might have been knocked off of your alignment in some ways. For me, it was always easier to float around out there to, than to be in body. And of course, I love everyone here, and I definitely want to stay. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a fabulous, beautiful life. And sometimes we can just feel like, you know, how did we get here? Or some kind of level of detachment. Or I know for so many of us, and I felt sometimes too, that I was an alien dropped down and didn't fit anywhere. And, you know, as we're trying to fit ourselves in, and we talked about the ways we fit ourselves in to get that pat on the head and to get love, they, they might not always be the healthiest ways. And we talked about letting that go and honoring the soul and the soul's truth beyond with the things that were taught to us and taught to our loved ones. So as we release that and we realize and take responsibility for the soul's autonomy and what the soul wants to do, well, it's also interesting, they want to add in something too, we are in the human body and we're going to have human reactions and we're going to have knee-jerk reactions and we're going to mimic the people that we've modeled after and sometimes our feelings will be authentic and aligned to whatever it is that's bothering us. And sometimes there's transference. That happens too. We're human. And I know I've mentioned this earlier when we were talking about this, that it's okay to acknowledge the human parts of us and that adrenal system and that fight or flight and that, you know, trying to figure out emotion, trying to figure out how to live here on earth when you know, out of body before we came in, we weren't trying to figure out how to be housed and food and, you know, there's everything. So we have the illusion of lack, find out who we are, and we have all of that going on, all the beauty of that going on. And then we come to a place where we have our consciousness and we're letting go of what we, we don't want to perpetuate. So we're collaborating with our loved ones who have passed to help them. They're helping us. But where are we right now? What's that foundation? Take a breath. What would you like to have be your foundation? 
it's interesting, and I've brought this up before as well. When my mother passed years ago, I, I literally felt like the rug was being pulled out from under me. I, I got dizzy because the world never spun quite that way before. And when my dad passed many years ago, I kind of got upset at the sunrise the next day because what the world is, is turning? What? We can feel so off balance and also feel so alienated with whatever it is we're going through. And so let's look at the foundation. What supports us? What do we know we have? Take a deep breath. Feel yourself inside yourself, your soul. And that soul takes in information and it processes it and it does it through our vehicle. So we might get upset and we might get angry and then we allow ourselves to have love come in. Maybe you have to choose it. Maybe it's not so easy in some circumstances. But when we focus on the gratitude, and we've talked a lot about that, if we can, and it does not mean to not have good boundaries. You can have boundaries if something doesn't feel right to you. You're allowed to say, this is not okay. And that's part of the mantra. Let those who come in contact with it be drawn to divine and healed. So what happens when we do this mantra is that we're inviting in all, but if the vibration isn't high enough for where we want to be, yes, they're invited. What a great gift to the all to invite all. But if they're choosing or unable to vibrate at that place, they won't be able to really come in and drain you because we all have experiences where we want to be kind and sometimes people are draining us. And we might love them and want to fill them up. But many of us have had experiences where we're giving and wanting to help. And the person is really taking that in and they feel much better. But then they're in the exact same place. They're not really able to. It's like bringing them up to the feast, but they will not feed themselves. And we want to help them with that. It's interesting because the invitation is there when we invite people in in the highest way for their highest good. But if it's for dependency or just to let off steam or just to grouse about it, and, and then we're walking around with that heaviness, oh my God, oh my God, are they okay? And then they feel better and they walk away. That's not serving us, but really, truly, it's not serving them. So we don't have to be judgy about it and say, oh, well, you know, this isn't serving you because you're not changing. If you're uncomfortable with it, it's not serving you. So what does serve you? doesn't mean we have disdain for those people who aren't in that place. We can send them all the love we want, and we can invite them in. Notice what's going on in your gut right now. Notice what's going on in your heart. You have permission, you see. You have permission to take responsibility, to discover your foundation that fits you. You came into this lifetime to have a foundation, but also possibly to take on some challenges to learn. Maybe you've chosen, maybe you're not conscious of that, maybe that doesn't resonate. Whatever it is, wherever you are, wherever you are now, just take a deep breath and feel the foundation of life, of nature, of expansion of those you love, of the animals, of the rocks that vibrate, the waters. Feel the support of everything of beauty on the earth plane and let it feed you and let it expand you. It isn't about the thinker deciding what's my foundation. First, let's go to 
the strength of who you are before we start getting into the broader context. The truth of it is you're a spiritual being wearing this beautiful, beautiful coat. And it seems that, from what I've learned from channeling, they want to say very, very often people design it exactly the way they want it to be, either to make it easier for what they're trying to accomplish or to bring in a challenge which will expand and raise the vibration. When we come to understand that so very often some of the challenges we have are here to teach us something, or if we don't want to look at it as like, oh, this, this, this challenge is a gift, sure, it makes sense to not be in that place. But it's interesting to sometimes look at the gifts within the challenges, even as we're acknowledging the discomfort of the challenge. That's why we came here not to have unhappiness and not to, you know, really be miserable and certainly not to suffer. Sometimes we do get thrown against the wall and in that vulnerability, we drop off that which we don't need and everything becomes razor sharp in terms of what really matters. And we've been in that place at different times and it could be so enlightening, it can be downright frightening. So right now as you're listening and you're relaxing, Think about what you'd like to have as your foundation. Maybe you're grieving now. Maybe you're exploring. Maybe you're a pioneer. Wherever you are in this, think of what you would like to have as your foundation. The first foundation that they'd like to talk about is the soul's knowingness. We might come in in all kinds of disguises and in all kinds of forms so that we can learn what we want to learn. We have instincts, we have what's taught to us, and then we have our soul's wisdom. And as we get older, we stop, you know, it's really interesting that that phrase of stop sweating the small stuff. As we get older, we start doing that. And as we go through the challenges of loss and grief, we realize that the small things that used to really get us are nothing compared to what we're going through. And that teaches us really what to let go of And it teaches us how to help others who are going through it. Because there's so much that we can look around and say, oh my God, look what they're doing, look what... And we can go back in our own lives and see little pictures of maybe we can identify with that. You know, if you're choosing to listen to things like that, you're expanding and seeking, like what we're doing now, and and the other things, think of the things that you are drawn to. The music the news or the non-news, the movies you watch, as you go further and further into this expansion in with the light and this integration, you'll find that some of the things that are bombastic or, you know, very exciting for a lot of people, there are a lot of people where they're watching movies where there's, you know, high kill counts and, you know, races and cars and all kinds of apocalyptic things going on. And some people find that calming and it rests them because their adrenals might be up. One of, one of my favorite friends who's a therapist says she watches these movies and it calms her down and it helps her release all the trauma that she's you know dealing with with her patients. So these things can serve really wonderful purposes when trying not to be judgy or, you know, but we want to be discerning about what serves you right now. And right now, You're expanding and allowing that higher vibration, which you know, which you remember, and frankly, it's who you are. And we're just bathing in that right now. Take a breath. 
Notice what's going on in the gut. How can we best support it? If you want to watch those movies and those things, sure, that's, that's, it's fine. But the thing is, there's a discernment, and you might find yourself letting go of some of that or understanding that you're using it to some higher purpose. But you start realizing that your vibrational level is drawing in those things that best support it. Your vibrational level is drawing in people who are the most comfortable around you. You might be finding at, at some stage in this development that the people who you might find that, you know, you care about them, but they can be irritating or the negative people, the ones, again, that you might want to be filling up, but they're too negative to really hold it. They're not comfortable being around you anymore because your vibration is high and they're holding on and taking responsibility in some way they haven't processed. And we can make all kinds of, you know, oh, they get in their way. We, you know, we, we all do this. We all do these things. But sometimes there are people who are stuck in a process and repeating. They're on repeat. And again, with compassion, we all do it at times. But sometimes people take that on kind of like they're doing their life review, but what they're stuck with in victimization or unhappiness. And that, that just kind of holds on to you know, our dis at ease, it can go into our body, it can go into our psyche. And these days, with so much going on in the world, it can translate into fear and alienation and not feeling a connection with others who might be different. So, you know, all of that is out there, it's okay. But as you take a deep breath and let your spine elongate and feel that heart being so open and the shoulders falling back because here's the important thing. Do you have to worry about doing it, doing it right? What they want to teach us is it's our being. So we come to earth and we want to learn about the doing. We, what can we do? How can we best serve? How can we best do what our parents want us to do? You know, for a lot of generations, you know, you be a doctor or a lawyer, you become this, or you're going to step into dad's business, or you're going to become that. And there's disappointment because there's, you know, other people have ideas of what we should be. And we come to this beautiful earth and there's so many beautiful things and distractions. Maybe we want something else. Maybe, <laughs> one kid's laughing out there, maybe the artist doesn't want to go into dad's tire store. <laughs> and and it's it's so funny. There's a whole congregation here showing up and going, I bumped heads because it wasn't for me, and I had to learn that the oldsters, I needed to really handle them carefully because it was like a punch in the stomach. They took it personally. And, you know, we all have these situations, and what do we learn from them to honor each other's authenticity and, of course, honor our own along with it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we come back to what do you want in your foundation? Think of again how we can best honor those who have gone before us, who may be perpetuated some of the things we don't want to perpetuate. Think of the sweetness in them. Think of something nice that they did. 
Maybe it's easy, maybe it's hard. Align with that. That's an invitation for aligning on the highest frequency with those who are out of body. It's a way to support them. How can we best do it here? By looking around and knowing that we are creatures of action, that's part of the reason we have a body. Look at your hands, look at your feet, feel the energy coming out of your hands. Isn't it really something when you want to go and grab something, fix something, do something? I mean, I, I go by plants, I want to deadhead them. Um, if I see yarn, I want to knit it. My hands are always knit, you know, itching to do something. What I've learned through some of these things as I get older is when you're deadheading the plants and when you're knitting, you go away from, and it turns out for me to be a tool, to go away from the doing and find my being. Because I'm just being. I don't have to think about what I'm doing unless there's a pattern that's making my brain crazy. But when you're doing something like that, and for a lot of people, sometimes it's just driving the car. It's when that vibration, we're doing something that we're still safe, but we're being distracted, and we download during those times. Think about if you're an artist or just a, a human, which you are. I mean, okay, I know a lot of doggies and kitties are listening, but you know, you're a little more instinctive. But if you're a human and you're listening, the words, they're, they're just being light out there and they're being funny. But it's so interesting about how we align with just being. If you watch a kitty that purrs, that kitty is not worried about doing. Maybe they're up to mischief at times and they want to be doing something. But when they're lying there in repose and purring, they're teaching us how to just be. So we come in with all this energy and purpose. We come in with such purpose. Oh my God, think back to the things you were going to do and the dreams, and maybe you've done them. And most likely, if you think you haven't, you have in some way. You've lightened someone's day. There are probably, for every one of us, people walking around happier. Maybe they, they didn't go down a path that wasn't healthy for them because we smiled at the right time or we put a hand on their shoulder. We don't get to see how we're connected and how we help each other. But we do. We do. And so when you're taking your energy and you keep applying it over and over and over, with those people that you care about and you're hoping that they lift themselves up, if they're not collaborating, what we're doing is we're lowering our vibration to theirs and it's not helping them. So we want to allow our foundation to keep our vibration high so that we can help them. And sometimes the unhealthy ways that they're perpetuating, we can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore. What can we do? We can be. We can love them. We can send them a note of appreciation. We can see how they're growing. And we can still be a sounding board. But not when it's draining and it feels like you want to bang your head against the wall because it doesn't feel like they're on the same page. Notice your gut. Notice your heart. You have compassion, but you want to be there for them. You can be there for them by being, not by doing. So come back to that foundation. What is that foundation? What gives us strength? The knowingness that we came in to do, and we have to remind ourselves that we're enough. We are divine consciousness. It's funny. I'm just thinking, and they were responding. It popped into my head just now. Remember when Shirley MacLaine was coming out with her books years ago about spirituality, and she said, we are all God, I am God, and oh boy, did everyone, she's, she thinks she's God. That wasn't the context. We are divine consciousness. 
So the word God, you know, we don't have to use that word if it's uncomfortable. But we are an extension of God, and we want to serve and support the divine consciousness, and that divine consciousness wants to support us. So when we have a dilemma where we want to support somebody, and it's very frustrating because it feels like we're not getting, getting anywhere because we're getting drained, look up and ask your own higher self, your own higher wisdom, and of course, divine consciousness, how can I best do this that serves all? Because you need to include yourself in the equation. If you're not comfortable, it's not okay. I heard here time and time again when I channel that kids will come through and say, if I bring you a birdie, if I bring you a butterfly, and there are a lot of kids doing that, it has to be good for them. They have to find the right fly, flower. It has to be right for them. They're not going to miss something. It's divine alignment, this contagious bringing it up and, and engaging the all with love and high vibration. So how can we best serve is when it serves our intention to be on that higher vibration. And just because we're not doing it the way that someone has said we need to do it for them, we don't have to judge whether or not what we're doing is serving them or not. If it makes us uncomfortable, we can recognize that what's happening is we're being pulled away from that higher vibration. Now, does that vibration fluctuate? Yeah, sure it does. It fluctuates with every person who walks by us, with every intake, like we're talking about movies and news. Yes, of course it is, but basically we have that place where we're comfortable. And yours is high. Of course it is. You're choosing to do this. And you're probably, and you know you are, doing it in so many places. And you've probably downloaded this so many times already. They want to remind us of our own comfort level that we have a right to decide. So we came in with the purpose of doing, and then we get the change up. We're doing and doing and doing. And we realize that part of our lesson here is it's who we are and it emanates from us. And the doing stems from our being. We don't have to run around and do to prove who we are that we're not lazy, and that we're not, you know, that we love other people. Yeah, we want to run around and do. And, and being a do-gooder, it's, it's the greatest. Yeah, let's all do it. But you realize it's serving the all when you're asking beyond the ego, beyond what it is that we feel we can design. And, oh, I'm going to help fix that person. And you know, they don't know what came, you know, sometimes that works. And I'm not dissuading anyone to not help in the ways that they feel is right. But they want us to know that when we understand that when, when we include each other for the highest good, when we align with each other's healing, we're, we're brought to a higher place and our own energy feels nicer, higher, truer, easier. We're allowed to bring in more of that sunshine and beauty of the physical plane. Ah, and lo and behold, we're able to feel our loved ones out there and you know what? Their vibration is rising along with ours. So the whole party is elevated. Do we need to be perfect? No. Can we still have knee-jerk reactions? Of course. And very often, especially if we have a parent who didn't really figure out how to process anger or how to process some of that, I channel so often, and they want me to talk about this, that there are a lot of really beautiful people walking on the earth, and they think they have anger management issues. And not to say that people who have anger management issues aren't beautiful as well, 
But sometimes some people are so afraid to engage because they're afraid that a parent or somebody who hurt them will come out of their mouth. They think there's something in them and it's not there. And it's really interesting because if they were to open that can of worms or look under the rock of their psyche, they're not going to find anything scary. You know, often when I see it, I, I kind of see that, that caterpillar on Sesame Street, that sweet little caterpillar that comes up. It's sweet and it's loving because that's your soul and your soul's purpose. But we have all kinds of intake and we're looking around and we're trying to make other people happy and figure it out. And of course, as we grow, we're going to be authentic and not be met with authenticity that mirrors where we are with our intention because people are distracted and have other things going on. So sometimes we need to sit ourselves down, like you are right now, and remind ourselves of who we really are. You are enough. Of course you are. You are divine. The thing is, we want to look at all the things that were taught to us about doing and about where we stand and honor the good in it and allow it to be part of us as we do and also be discerning about where we want to go with it Instead of letting the mind lead us to what we should, oughta, shoulda, coulda, woulda, all of that, the integration of what works softly, sweetly, including ourselves in the equation. I was brought up, not only do you go around and help people, you have to anticipate what they need and don't even ask them and do it. And at the same time, my mother would tell me the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, yeah, uh, put those together and have an explosion, really. And then you take the time and think, okay, Maybe I'm in pain, maybe I'm not, whatever is going on for you within the context of wherever you are and not negating any of it. Take a deep breath and feel the light of your own soul extending beyond the body because it does. You know, we have cameras now that take pictures of many layers of auric field. We, a lot of us see auric field. Some of us feel them. I think it, it's, it's so funny. Because a lot of the younger generation coming in, they're relying less on the physical, you know, manifestation of identifying. Me, when I was a kid, I would see and I would hear. So as I get older and, and faster at it, I rely on the senses less. Some of the younger generation is coming and our daughter can look. I think I've, I've told you before, she'll look around the room and, and say, oh, that's that aura color, that's that aura color. And oh, your grandmother's right behind you. She says she doesn't see any of it. She feels it. So, you know, of course I want to comment on if you're not doing it the way you think mediums do it, you know, you might just be faster and way more advanced and not needing to rely on that. In other words, we've all got the goods. And I've always said I don't have any moving parts that other people don't have. You know your soul's wisdom. And sometimes the voices we hear as we're growing up are really loud. But again, if you're doing this now, you know your soul's wisdom. And give yourself permission, and I'm sure you already have, but allow, again, feeling your own being, the doing stems from that. So how they taught us to do, like I was taught jump in and do, and yeah, it's good for them. It's like, you know, yeah, we want to listen to the nuances and align with that. I mean, I would come in like a truck sometimes and not even realize I'm not helping. But as we kind of grow and expand, and understand what's going on, we can discern where our help really is helping and where it's just letting off steam to allow them to stay where they are 
And of course, we're not doing that. We want to expand. So if we're no longer doing for others what isn't serving them or us, and again, we don't need to judge whether or not it's serving them, but it's not serving us, take that breath and go to that higher place. And whoever you're having that difficulty with, just send them some love. Just, just put it out there or not. Whatever feels right. But it's your being that's discerning right now so that you can align the doing with consciousness. And you know what? All that doing of wanting to help that might not have been fully conscious, that I'm looking back, that I've done, intention matters. Intention matters. Those intentions do matter. And when we're out of body and when we're looking at a life review, it's one of the most healing things when our guides and higher consciousness reminds us that it was our our, our intention to do good and, and maybe sometimes it went awry or we weren't really hearing or feeling what the other person needed because we wanted to do for them. That's really beautiful. So let's not beat ourselves up about it. We are fine doers, and that's what we came in the body to do, to move and shake in ways that we don't when we're out of body, to hug and take care of each other in ways that we don't need to when we're out of body. We don't have those needs. So how will we support each other when we feel like there's limitation? There's a lot of doing. There's a lot of doing and building and and making and cooking and hugging. And we have the bodies to do it. And then take a deep breath and realize that at the core, it's our being. It's our being. Yesterday I had the funniest thought, and they just brought it up to me again. We have to be God because what animates us? We're a pile of chemicals, really. What animates us? We are divine beings. We're animated, you know? Oh, I, I, I just heard Pinocchio singing, I have no string to hold me down. They're laughing out there. We have free will. Sometimes we think we don't because of what we have been taught, and we're caught up in that consciousness. And we can release it and pick and choose what works for us while still honoring the people, like we said, who, who filled us up with those things. Again, <laughs> good intentions, very often, sometimes not, but usually. When we understand that behind our doing is a being that wants to help, that wants to share, that wants to figure it out, that wants to give and wants to love, Take a deep breath and allow that to feed your own soul. You are integrated. You are doing this. We're connected. You're never alone. One thing, I, I'm never lonely because I can feel them around me. Doesn't mean I'm listening all the time or downloading or channeling. But when you understand the love that surrounds you always, those that came before, those you didn't know that are out there, that came before your own guides, and one thing I've discovered along the way through channeling, there's a piece of us that has access to everything, and when we access that, that's part of divine. Yes, it is. When we understand our magnificence, and wasn't that kind of what Shirley MacLaine got in trouble for? They, oh, it's ego, magnificence. We're not talking about how well we do things, and we can be proud of those things because when we do those, some of those things, we're in the zone. We are dancers, writers, you know, helpers. And again, sometimes even when you're driving, when you're in that zone, it opens us up to that higher frequency to download. Doing is very, very valuable. But when we understand that our being 
when you integrate with that being, there's a joyfulness. When I play with them out there, it took a long time for me to learn this because I always wanted to be purposeful. I wanted to channel and do a good job. When I feel them around me and I allow myself to just dance with them with the joy of it, I'll start laughing and not because things are funny, (laughs) but because it's bliss. Sometimes when I'm meditating, and, it, and believe me, it isn't like I have such a practice that I'm so disciplined, but you know, again, when I get to channel for other people, I get to go to that place, but I've learned I need to do this too. So when I go to that place once in a while of just dancing with them and being, I can't stop laughing because the vibration is high. And it, it's funny, I, I remember back when I was going through a lot of cancer treatments, I was lying on the table at the doctor's waiting. And Harry is sitting there with me, and I'm meditating, or, or I'm just feeling it. And I start laughing, and my body starts to jump a little bit, like I might have a little neurological problem going on. The frequency was so high, they were letting me know they were with me, and, and, and we we're okay. And Harry's watching it going, huh, hey, maybe they're going to treat you for something else today. It's interesting. I'm getting that wave now. Take a breath and see what it feels like. Allow yourself to feel that bliss. And if you don't, that's okay, too. Because we don't need... Oh, I just heard some birdies singing out there. I'm hoping that's picking it up. When you're not feeling that breath... They, they just said Freudian slip. When, they, when, they, um, when you're not feeling that, and I heard breath. When you're not feeling that bliss, go back to your breath. Or listen to another breath, like a kitty purring or the birdies singing. Whatever's available, feel the movement of life that's in the doing. That kitty is being, but it's purring, doing that, but it's an extension of the being. The birdie is singing, and it's a line to be right by this window. And again, I'm hoping it's picking it up, but if it doesn't, there it is. It's feeling this energy, and it's coming in. Is it doing? Yes, but it's an extension of the being. How sweet if we allow ourselves to do this aligned with our great big brains that tell us what to do but we allow this to walk with us and be with us as we do, as we don't do, and enjoy the beauty of being without having to do. And it will infuse all of the doing with consciousness and sweetness. And I'm told to tell you that as we learn and do this, and of course, if you're listening to this, you're already doing this, you've already, there's nothing here that's surprising you you'll be letting go of old grief that you no longer need to carry. Because that's something we do. Does it mean we'll, we'll not miss those we love? Of course we'll miss them. And of course we'll grieve. Of course we'll... But there's a lot of the doing in the physical that when we allow ourselves to be, our vibration goes up and we feel them. And when we, what we talked about recently in terms of gratitude is even though we can't see what we want for them, they're doing a lot of those things, and for that we can have gratitude. And it's sad that we can't see all of it, but our collaboration, we know that they're learning and expanding and being, and then extending the doing into helping us, but it's through their being. Some of this is repetitive, and they're saying they're shooting like arrows, like... um. Like little, you know, when, when um, Cupid sends arrows of love and they don't hurt and they're little sweet ones, 
They're doing it from all different angles for it to come in to the mind, the heart, the gut, and physically, and our hands. We're aligning ourselves with the highest of our being and not negating our doing or our intention, taking responsibility to allow the frequency of being that raises the vibration, that helps heal us, connects us to those we love who are out there, and extends out to the all. Isn't that magnificent? And then our doing, when we get to do that on the physical plane and incorporate our mind, how can I best serve? How can I best help them? Our being will be the impetus that directs that. And that collaboration with ourselves is in itself divine. And we get to expand and feel the bliss that we need to bring to others. So when you're feeling like you're all over the place, and you're feeling like you're integrating from out there, and it feels like you don't know what to do or how to, that's okay. That state is okay. We need that. It's the dichotomy of what we came in for with spiritual beings, of course, having this physical experience, and it's all about integration. When you include yourself in the integration and not just out there on how best to serve, feel that sweetness, feel the energy coming out of your hands, feel the release of, you know what's really funny? <laughs> you probably end up doing a whole lot more with ease and with style and with grace and with ease, with ease, with ease, because you're aligning it with that highest vibration. And when you, when, when you kind of have a hiccup here or there and you can have the consciousness to catch yourself, have humor with it, have joy with it. Don't get mad at yourself. That really doesn't serve the purpose. If you let it, if you look at a little gut contraction, oh, my heart, I could have said, I could have, look at just your being and forgive the parts of you as you forgive the people who perpetuated the patterns that maybe you were reticent. And you raise the vibration through hit or miss because your intention is there even when you can't do it at that moment. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? The allowing as we grow, you came in knowing who you are. You know who you are. You do. You know who you are. We do. Allow the beauty of that no matter what those teachers told you, no matter what so many people are trying to get us to do the right thing. We've all heard it, do the right thing. We do want to do the right thing, but sometimes we don't know what's right for us and we're not best aligned and there's a whole lot of voices talking. Take a breath and feel the comfort within yourself and feel that responsibility and that you have the guts to do this. You have the guts for your autonomy. You have the guts for your truth. Isn't that what you signed up for? And you're doing it right now. Feel that bliss and don't define it through any rules in your brain of what you think that definition of. Again, I crack up all these people who are perceiving and they think, oh, I'm not doing it because I don't do it the way you do it. No, 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 no. You brought in your way. And we learn from each other and we expand, but don't let anyone limit you. No, no, no. You're expansive and you're filled with love. Notice what's going on in your gut. Allow that love to just wash over you and know your intention. And you know what? That intention matters and we're all learning as we go. And sometimes when you try and help, and it might not be what resonates, it's something that Maybe the receiver can look at it at some point and say, wow, 
The intention was there. Look at the sweetness of that. And we can help each other through these things. We come here to be slightly, slightly unconscious as we take on the body and then regain or re-remember. Some of us remember more things than others, but all of it is accessible, and you've got this. You've got this. And let this purpose, your authenticity, your intention, be the place that everything you do stems from, and the doing will be guided. And again, you'll be a whole lot less exhausted and a whole lot happier. And you don't have to do everything all the time knowing that your being and your decision to expand is raising the all. You see, as you expand and as you are being, you are doing, you're doing something very beautiful. You're emanating it out and it's contagious and we recognize it and it helps each of us. Whether again, we, whether we cross paths at, at, at the checkout line in the store, whether we have a conversation, whether we read each other's or watch each other's movies or whether we do, whatever it is, if we're listening to music, whatever it is, let it serve us and expand us and let it help us because we're not bumper cars bumping. We're always integrating into our being everything. Let's nurture ourselves and respect and honor how we're doing it and allow ourselves to expand and be and then let the doing come. Because you're doing it. You are. Take a breath and feel that peaceful sweetness. Feel the comfort level of those around you, guides, people who have gone out of body, nature, whatever it is. The in-body doggies, doggies and kitties and birdies, the out-of-body ones. Resonate with whatever feels right to you. And feel the ease of being. Your soul has got this. And aren't we brave to come into body so we can teach each other as we teach ourselves? We've got this. We've got this. So even though they pass their present with us, supporting us, and we're supporting them, and they want to support us with our being, and as we learn how to be, they're, they're learning again in collaboration with us, again, as they go out of body and align with us, how to be because maybe they're upset about some of their doing. So together we learn, together we expand, and together we do this. And isn't it sweet? Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network 
available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.